against the might of the Alliance? Charge! Podcasting to all of Azeroth, this is World of Warcast, episode number 242. I am Michael Gaines. And I'm Renata. Hi, Renata. How are you? Good. Well, we kind of unexpectedly took last week off. <laughs> life uh, gets in the way. Yeah, life invasions happen. So sorry about <laughs> missing a week, but uh, you're still busy. Well, yeah, we have deadlines. So um, I really should be working right now, but that's okay. I could push it, you know, an hour. An hour. I'll yeah, shift that's... my day an hour. That's fine. But yeah, we have um, we have a deadline at the end of the month, and things are actually going well. But one of our people are out, so I mm. had to take over, and that's that's what happened. Yeah, well, that that often happens with yeah. uh, with projects. So anyway, there is a winner of the great headphone hunt. All right, and what is it? HyperX Cloud 2 headphones. Okay, I have never heard of this, so tell us all about it. Well, um, I mean, they've got all the features that I was looking for and a few more besides. They um, they are by far the most comfortable set of headphones I've ever owned. Mm-hmm. I ended up having to spend more than I'd really planned to spend. They, they were $99, which for a pair of good gaming headset is really not that bad. No, you can, no. It's, spend a lot more on it. It's not bad. These, The ones that I have, the AKG Golds, they're $99. Yeah. So, and I, I bought them at Best Buy because mm-hmm. I learned from the experience of ordering cheap headphones off Amazon that A, cheap headphones aren't going to work for me, mm-hmm. and B, I have to try them on. Yeah. That there's really only that's all there is to it. So when I went in, they had like eight different headsets, but only four of them were out. Mm-hmm. And I tried on the four that there were. There's a a set of Razors, a set of Steel Series, um, and a couple of Logitech. Logitech has changed their ear cups, mm-hmm. and I don't like what they did with it. Mm-hmm. But I so I got one of the guys that said, you know, hey, is there any, the, the, these HyperX, and there was another set of Steel Series that had gotten really good reviews. And I said, any chance I can, I can try these on? He says, well, we're not supposed to open the box, but and he grabs them and we go out into the back area where they've got like the home theater section. Mm-hmm. And so there's nobody back there. And he very carefully opens the box. And I tried on the Steel Series. It didn't work. I could tell within like two seconds. And then I put them on. I said, well, the good news is you don't have to put these back. Yeah. <laughs> um, some of the features that they have that I've never had in a set, this, this, the microphone actually detaches. I can just pull it off. It's got like a little, uh, one of the small audio uh, connectors mm-hmm. and it just plugs in or plug or takes out. So if I just wanted to use these as headset and given that I'm looking into getting an, a separate microphone for podcasting again, probably that's what I'll do is do what you do where, where, wear headphones and use a standalone mic. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll be interested to see how, what this sounds like, but I am going to get a, I'm going to get a studio mic again. Okay. And, um, the other thing that's kind of cool is it does – remember I had said that one of the things that was a bane of my existence are the ones where they've got like volume control thing in the oh, middle on of the, the core, on, Yeah. And I pull yeah. them out. Well, this one is supposed to pull out. Hmm. It plugs in to the vol- little volume control thing here that I'm showing you, which nobody else can see. Mm-hmm. Um, 
that it also allows you to turn the surround sound on, on and off, but it's got controls for the microphone and the headphones. But it also pulls off, and it's a regular audio jack that I can use on my iPad, hmm. which is really nice. Mm-hmm. And also, it's, it's supposed to pull apart. Okay. They're so, so comfortable. And that was really what I was looking for was comfort. The sound quality is excellent. The The microphone remains to be seen. You guys tell me. <laughs> you're, you're hearing it. They're all listening to it. <laughs> um, so, but that's what I ended up getting. Um, other than that, I have been playing my hunter. She's now 85. I got her to Pandaria, and I had won one of those uh, winds of the uh, grimoire of the winds or whatever that allows you to fly at 85 mm-hmm. in Pandaria. I got it off the black market auction house. And so she's already, she's been to Pandaria and she's already gotten in trouble flying for the first time. So, well, you know, when you open Pandaria, there's a little opening scenario. Yeah. And it's different for Horde and Alliance. The Horde one, you are uh, invading this base that the Alliance has taken over. It's in the north. I believe that the, if I recall correct, the Alliance start in the south. And you have to kill these Alliance guys and blow up their supplies. And then you go in and then it leads to some things where you've got to kill some shot mm-hmm. things. But in order to get in there, you have to blow up some barricades. Well, I had forgotten about this. Part, oh, but... I remember that. Yeah. And so I fly in to the top Get in, and by the time I realize, oh crap, I'm past the, I'm between barricades, I got dismounted. Oh no! So I ended up having to hearth out. Oh. Mm. <laughs> and so that was that was a little annoying because I wasn't hearthed anywhere nearby. I was, I'm actually hearthed in, uh, I'm actually bound in the veil, the veil, the veil blossoms, and um, so I, I had no flight points at this point, so I had to get on my little flying. I've been having I've been kind of having fun with her. Um, I have not been doing things like we were talking earlier about the the weekly quests to get your class mount. I've been completely ignoring that. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure you haven't. I'm sure you've been doing it. I didn't but. do it this week. I just started because I've been busy. I just I logged in. I I did about half of my transmog runs and some of my mount runs, and that was it. Mm-hmm. I haven't had time to really play much else. But you don't have to do it. The week that it becomes available, you can do no. this at time after these have opened up. No, as a matter of fact, I'm probably going to go and do it later. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I've been doing that. And also I had a, a minor pet binge because we had the confluence of 200% pet experience and squirt in the garrison. So I only got 33 of my pets from 2 to 25. I kind of ran out of steam. But for only me, that's a, that's a slow squirt day. Wow. Only 33. Only 33. I'm up to almost 400 max level blue pets. Mm-hmm. So pretty good team. Yeah, not bad. Um, so <laughs> this actually happened last week, but because we didn't do a, a show, I didn't really get a chance to talk about it. Um, as I've, everybody knows, I've been doing transmog runs, and one of the places I've been doing is Hellfire Citadel. The, mm-hmm. the later one, not the earlier one from uh, Burning Crusade. And we get in there, and I and I always forget the name of the the mob. It's the one that begins with an X. So we get in there, and I uh, I say to them, "Listen, before we start, 
the last few weeks, I've been in this place where if you kill this mob too fast, he will bug out. So you might want to slow things down a little bit. Considering the fact that we've been blowing through the entire thing, I didn't think it was a problem for these guys to just like wait 10 seconds, 15 seconds or so. Maybe the mob has to, this happens sometimes, like maybe the mob has to do like this initial attack or something before, right. before it's fixed. So this one smart ass says, well, I've been doing this for years and I've never seen a bug out. I'm like, okay. So he says, all right, everybody just, just like lay into it. Like, okay. Well, sure enough. What do you think happened? <laughs> it it bugs out. out. And the guy says, I've never seen this happen before. And and my response to that was, well, maybe you should listen to people more often. Right. If you had just waited five seconds or ten seconds, we'd be on to the next boss by now. Well, I know there's there's several mobs like that. Like there's one mob in – it's the water boss in uh, the Jade Fire Temple Mm -hmm. where if you kill his his ads too quickly – He'll bug out. He, yeah. he just he just won't progress to the next level. So yeah. they're yeah, always believe people when they say that this mob could bug out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So the thing is, is that I went in there really just for my shoulders, mm-hmm. and the shoulders dropped from that mob, so I just left. But mm-hmm. before I left, they were like, "Well, what do we do now?" Because they um, were able to. We had all that. We all had to die, and then we get sent to the beginning. The problem is that we're. This was the last boss we had to do. Cadgar's portal wasn't working, so uh-huh. I said, "Well, this is what happened the last time: is that we all had to disband, and then the leader had to recreate the group in Group Finder. Just put a little tag there that says um, restarting group or something like that." Uh-huh. And he said, "No, we're not going to do that." And I'm like, "All right, fine." I just left because there really wasn't anything that I needed. I just needed those shoulders. We did it on normal. And even though I don't have like the pants or something to me, that's just really not that important. So yes, uh, listen to people when they tell you that. <laughs> Is it Zulharak? Yeah, I think so. X H U L H O R A C. I mm-hmm. think mm-hmm. I'm looking at it on my phone. It's really, really tiny print. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So don't kill happened. him too fast. Don't kill him too fast. The rest of the week for me has really just been. Logging on, doing my transmog stuff. I found that large, brilliant shards are selling for a ton of money. Oh, really? So, yeah, they're like 190-something gold on my server. So I ran through some old stuff and got some greens. I have not yet disenchanted them. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to do that this week. I'll let everybody know what happens. But I've been trying to just sell a bunch of stuff that I have. Like I have my frozen runes. I want to put them up for a million gold and see if they sell. <laughs> So you said large brilliant shards? Yeah, large brilliant shards. I'm checking because one of the websites that I found recently was a called the Undermine Journal, mm-hmm. which keeps track of prices on the auction house across, you know, on, you can look at it by server, you can look at it cross server. Right now it's saying that the current price of large brilliant shards is about 75 gold yeah. each. Well, on my server the other day, they were 190. So. Yeah, they, they said, you know, in some places, for some reason, in mid-May, they really spiked. Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's just kind of an interesting, you know, more more <laughs> ways to, to nerd out about uh, 
things like playing the auction house mini game. Yeah. Uh, you had posted on, um, I think on Twitter or something, you posted about this uh, abusive person in Overwatch. Actually, it was two and, people. It was two people. Right. Well, yeah, they were basically saying they, they had, there was two guys and uh, a girl and they were, she, she got a, I, I, I guess she recorded it or she got a full transcript of it. I think she actually recorded it because they were on voice chat. Mm-hmm, and yeah. When they found out a girl, she was, they were saying all kinds of stuff to her like, oh, you must have your setup in the kitchen because that's where women belong. Mm. And you know That's all not right. all this other kind of stuff. I mean, that was just one example. It was basically like over twenty minutes of nothing but this low hanging fruit sexist crap. Mm-hmm. And you know, I've never played. I've never played Overwatch. I've also never played in groups where anyone gave me grief about being female. Maybe that's just my experience. I'm not saying it doesn't happen because I know plenty of people it has happened to. I just don't tend – I tend to pick groups very carefully, and I don't tend to go on voice chat when I don't know anyone. Yeah. So maybe that's maybe that's a thing. And, of course, they ended up losing, and they said, well, it's because she's a girl. I said, no, maybe it's because you were distracting her by doing nothing but abusing her this entire time. <laughs> Well, the story was, you know, basically, is Blizzard going to do anything about this? Well, so long as it wasn't like a group of people doing this for YouTube views or something like that, then I think Blizzard should. I mean, what I mean by that is, remember, there was the girl who was like twerking and everybody went, oh, my God, you know, she was twerking and then she fell and something caught on fire and everybody thought, oh, my God, like, look what happened. But then it turns out a couple of days later, it was I think it was for Colbert or something like that, where the whole thing wound up being fake. So... I, I just hope that Blizzard does the right thing, investigates it. Maybe they shouldn't ban this person based on one report, but I, I don't know. I don't. It's not my rule to make, but I think that if they are doing it as a joke, it's a bad joke. But maybe they should. Maybe they should be banned anyway. I don't know. Well, she did. She did upload the 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 audio to YouTube. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm looking at the article, things like, uh, Mercy, heal me. I won't call you ugly again. Just kidding. You're probably ugly. And we honestly lost because we had an e-girl on our team. Uh, that's you know, right. it's just, you know, it's, it's just crap like that. And, you know, it's, the answer is, as I said, the question is, should Blizzard do something about that? But there <laughs> is, there are statutes in there for harassment. Oh yeah. Oh well. Well, let me let me talk a little bit about what happened to me uh, day before yesterday. I was I was tired because I was working really late, and so I took a little bit of a nap. And I woke up and I'm like, all right, I'm going to play some Overwatch, and I'm still a little groggy. And um, as always, people are not hanging around on the payload. Mm-hmm. So we lose because now I'm I'm playing Ferris, so I'm air support. These people are just they wander. Pa- I don't understand this. Like the payload is here. Mm-hmm. Why are people drifting fifteen twenty feet away from the payload when they can just as easily stand on the payload and do whatever it is that they need to do? So I just type in chat. It's like you, you really need to stand by the payload. Well, turns out that one of the people was in voice chat and is and is. He just starts ragging on me, telling me I'm terrible, 
And in the meantime, I'm getting like silvers in my kills and everything. And he said, you have lousy DPS. I'm like, DPS in Overwatch. Okay. Um, next game, I actually wound up doing much better. You know, I sort of woke up a little bit more. But the guy was just being abusive to me the entire time. And so, like, when something like this happens, I tend to believe that it does. But, again, in this day and age, it's really hard to tell what's real and what's not on the Internet anymore. Uh Um, I've seen so many examples of people that do things and like, oh, it was a joke. Well, it was a lot of fake stuff on the, you know. I've always wondered whether that, you know, like, going back to just the the whole Warcraft thing of, you know, Leroy Jenkins. Mm Mm-hmm. I've never really believed that that wasn't scripted to some extent. Oh yeah, the repeating, of course, sort of gave it away. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and not to say that people aren't abusive on the internet. Of course they are. Right. Um, well, it goes back to you know the old John Gabriel's Greater Internet Fwad theory of normal person plus anonymity plus audience equals total yeah. Fwad. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's so a is, classic is, cartoon. Look it up. On Penny Arcade. Is Blizzard yeah. going to do anything about this? It's hard to say. It it really is. Because if they if they ban the guy for like a week, mm-hmm. all right. Um, are they they're gonna, not going to close his account. I, I, you know, I guess probably this. a couple days ban. Yeah, I just I just don't know. It, it's it, but is it going to change anything? No. no. No, it's not. Because the guy's just going to do it again. I think sometimes that people are doing this just because... They're dealing with things in their lives. If you want to hear an example of how a troll was dealt with, <laughs> uh, go listen to Lagging Balls. I think it was episode number 99. I think it was – was it 99 or 100? I think it was 99 uh, where Fist actually dealt with somebody who was harassing their entire guild. I think you should listen to that. And the person was just like, well, well you know, I'm just sort of doing this. Um, I really think that – harassment on the internet while it's a problem can sometimes be a cry for help for for some people Um, and this is the reason why i'm not a big fan of shaming people on the internet because you could just make things worse for the person i know there are a lot of people out there that like to feel high and mighty about their internet accounts and what they do to other people on twitter but i think that's a terrible thing to do sometimes if not all the time and um there needs to be better understanding about the person who's doing the abusive behavior. They might be going through a hell of a lot of stuff and it's not right. They should be dealing with it in a better way, but shaming to me is just not the answer. It just never really is. That's just my opinion. So I forgot to mention is that we're doing the body and at the end, the payload goes under the bridge and then it goes to the right, and there's this like little building on the left, right? Mm-hmm. So I come out, and I see that there's a bastion tucked in at the corner by the um, uh, by the building, and then there's a uh, uh, there's a mercy running around. So what I do is I go around the building to sort of catch him from behind. I blow up the bastion, and then I do my ultimate. Specifically, just because I wanted to get... Because the timer's running out. It was like five seconds. And timer's running out. I just wanted to make sure I got that mercy down 
I don't want to waste any time getting that mercy down because all she had to do was just like resurrect everybody. And I don't know what her ultimate status was. Well, it turns out we wound up losing and then they gave me a bunch of crap because I did my ultimate too soon. I'm like, well, hold on a second. Why were you not standing on the payload, which goes back to where this whole thing began in the first place? The, and, and I saw, I watched these people's replays when I was dead. They, I don't know if anybody has seen this. If the payload is at like point X, people just like back away from it. Or and, and another thing that I've seen, um, in in other words, where he had to defend points A and B, is that uh, instead of standing on where you have to stand to keep, uh, for example, um, let's say the other team is getting it and that indicator is going around, you stand on it, the indicator stops. But people don't do that. They back away from it, or they they'll tip over an inch, and it drives me insane. And I wasn't gonna say what I was gonna say, but it drives me nuts that people don't know how to play this game. And the game is like they're celebrating their one year anniversary this week, mm-hmm. and people still don't know how to play the game properly. And what they do is, I guess, which is what happened to me the other day, is that they yell at me to cover their own mistakes. They know that they were supposed to stand on the payload, and they didn't. So, I don't know. It's, it's the bottom line. Is Blizzard going to do anything? I don't know. I, w- I would like to see them do something, but at this point, probably, probably not. not. Not much, anyway. Yeah. They, they can't, and they just, you know, the thing is, is, frankly, if someone started treating me like that, I'd just quit. Just say, fine, whatever. I, I, st- I stayed only because I thought it was hilarious. Well, I mean, if you're getting amusement out of it, that's one thing. Because, I mean, some people are so stupid about that kind of thing. Yeah, but. he's telling me that I'm bad. In the meantime, I'm doing, like, twice as much damage as he is <laughs> in terms of kills and such. And I'm like, okay, all right, I'm yeah. bad. Um, <clears throat> so as you were looking for a headset, I'm looking for a new chair. I don't know if anybody can hear because I, I generally don't move much when I'm recording. But this chair is on its way out. Mm-hmm. And... Everybody and their mother that I watch on on uh, Twitch, they mm-hmm. all have DX racers. So I'm thinking, okay, well, how how awesome are these DX racer chairs that everybody is getting them? So I go to look them up. They're like $600, $800 for these things. And they're cheaper ones, but the average price of these things are like five, 600 bucks for a chair. And um, no. Now's not the time I should mention I have an Aeron chair. <laughs> do you really yes i have look look Aaron. i see it i see it and okay. you know what it's almost 20 years old and it's still in almost like new condition well okay so the one that i have now the one that's we can't well like i'm making noise with it now i don't know if anybody can hear it but i can hear it i bought it from best buy i don't know maybe six years ago or something like that and it was great up until about three months ago when it it just started making noise all the time and so what I hit makes it, with, it a gaming chair? Well, that's what I don't understand about these DX racers is that people sit just as long playing games as they do at work. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe the armrests are different. I don't know, but I'm not buying it. I, I'm, and I, don't, I don't mean like I'm like physically buying the chair. I'm not believing that there are special gaming chairs. Well, I'm looking over one of these now, and I'm I'm kind of looking at the the features and such, and they're just talking about you know their their the padding and all that other stuff. But one of the things that 
really strikes me about these things is these chairs look like they'd be very hot. Oh, hmm. I don't know. One of the things, they have no ventilation in them. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I like about the Aeron chair is that it is mesh. Mm -hmm. And even in the summer, I'm not sweating on it. You know, I I had before this one, I had a leather chair. Mm -hmm. And, you, you know, even with air conditioning in the middle of the summer, you stick to it. You know, it's just, yeah. there's no getting around it. It gets, it gets warm because it doesn't breathe at all. Yeah. So if I mean, if I'm going to spend, if I was advising anybody to uh, be spending $800 on a chair, get an air on. Uh, I, I've loved this chair. It's very adjustable. Now, for those of you who aren't familiar with the air on chairs, uh, these were huge, huge, huge yeah. during the, the tech boom and, and bubble and burst of the early 2000s, and you could get these really cheap for a while from all these dot-coms that were folding. So, I mean, I spent probably $800 on this chair, but as I said, well, I guess it's not 20 years old. I bought it in 2002, so that's 15 years old. Mm -hmm. And as I said, it's it's still in fantastic shape. Yeah, this one, um, it's starting to list a little bit, and then... Um... I could hear it creaking. Yeah, you can... You can hear it creaking. Just listen to this. It's terrible. So I got to get something new. And and they don't make these. Now, I got to say, it lasted six years, which is not bad for what no, I paid for it. I mean, I paid 120 or something for it. So it's like 20 bucks a year. I, I can't really complain about that. It's very comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just falling apart. And the chair is no longer made. And now I got to go through the trouble of buying a chair, but I am not going to be one of those people that spend like 800 bucks on a DX racer just because everybody else is using a DX racer. So, well, I'm looking uh, on their website. Most of the chairs I'm looking at are in the mid three hundreds, three seventy nine. There are some that were like five, 600. The, the ones that I know that people are using are like in the five, right. 600 range. I'm, I'm just on the first page here. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. Adjustable arms, multifunctional mechanism. I mean, honestly, as I said, this it it looks and some of these are branded to different games and they look really cool. Mm-hmm. But you know, I don't know enough about you know how well they wear and how well you know. I, I got to say, when this Aeron chair dies, I'm going to get another one. Yeah, and the other thing about DX Racer chairs is that I don't know because they're relatively new. Mm-hmm. At least to me, they're relatively new. I don't know how long they last. Right, and that's always something to consider because if you're going to spend that kind of money on a chair, you want it to to last a good yeah. long time. So if if anybody's out there that bought a chair recently <laughs> and you game a lot or you just sit on just, I really want to know what you what you got because I got to get something new and I got to get something soon. Right. Because I don't know. I'm I'm waiting for this thing to literally fall over while I'm sitting in it. <laughs> so. Well, anyway, we've. We got news. We got half an hour and we haven't even gotten halfway down our first page. So we do have some news here. Mm -hmm. Tokens. Oh, my God. The tokens. Yeah. um, The the big uh, precipitator for this huge explosion in the price of tokens is um, that Blizzard bought Destiny 2. Mm -hmm. Did they buy Destiny 2 or they? Yeah. They bought it, okay. From Activision, yes. But I thought that it was like a shared thing because Blizzard is sort of owned by Activision. So I thought they were just. Well, I'm looking at this Ars Tech. Uh, oh no, they're they're selling it through. R- right. Activision's decision to sell Destiny Two through 
Blizzard's Battle.net. Yeah, because Bungie still owns it. Right. Okay. And uh, so the price of a $20 token skyrocketed. It was to an all-time high of 251,000 mm-hmm. gold in uh, the on the EU servers and a hun- about 150,000 on uh, the US servers. It was crazy how much they were going for. Mm-hmm. And I know a bunch of people were talking about it in trade chat the other day, and I was very tempted to get one, but I just thought, nah, I don't really need it. Well, I I did. I got one, and I, I got about 126000 for it because wow. there is something coming up in patch 7.2.5 that I will be wanting to drop about 60000 on right from the get-go. Mm-hmm. So we'll talk about that a little later. So having a little extra cash wasn't a bad idea under those circumstances. Uh, there is a site called wowtoken.info that I found that reports on the prices for the North American, European, Korean, Chinese, and Taiwanese servers. Mm-hmm. And just looking at it this morning, uh, the North American realms price was about 126,000. Europe was down all down all the way to 218,000. Wow. So, yeah. And they actually went offline for a little while due to a technical glitch. I expect <laughs> perhaps it was a rush of overbuying yeah. that uh, led them to doing that, but It's nuts, but it's not unexpected. No, it's according not. According to the news. And then and because you're going to be able to buy Destiny 2 with wow, what what do they call it? Wow, cash. What do they call it? Yeah, Blizz, something Blizzard like Blizzard Cash. Blizzard Cash. Blizzard Blizz, Bucks. Blizzard Cash. Something like that. <laughs> I, I always forget the name of the thing. Um, that's huge. Now, Bungie is the owner of the game. Activision is the publisher. Mm-hmm. But to have a, th- I, I still consider it to be. I don't know if it's second or third party. It's not first party because Bungie still owns it. But being that. It's Blizzard Activision. I would think that was Blizzard sort of forced to do this or are they doing it because they think it's a good idea? Well, I think... All right, back up a second. This sort of flies in the face of Steam. And This is is exactly what the point I was going to bring up. Oh, okay. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm in... I just really don't care about Steam one way or the other. Like, I know people love it. And I'm not saying that it's bad, but I'm not saying it's great either. I think it has its good points, and it's got some iffy points. Um, I think it serves a purpose that people love, and I respect that. But for me, Steam is sort of like... Um, I guess I, I guess what I'm saying is that I never really took it very seriously. Well, it's, it's a game distribution platform. That's primarily how I use it. Yeah, game... Dis- I know it's got all these other features, but... I use it because I like to play the Civilization series mm-hmm. games, and they're on Steam. And they also have some other games like Torchlight and such like that that yeah. I've played. And I don't always want them installed on my computer. So if I want to play them again, I can just go to Steam and get them. Yeah, I think it's a great idea, but I was never like in love with Steam. No, neither was I. I wasn't, certainly wasn't going to go out and buy a Steam machine just so I could play my Steam games. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I, I have CS:GO, I have H1Z1, um, and and Steam had its network. 
So now for a uh, a AAA title to shift from Steam to Blizzard, I think is a a huge kick in the pants to to Steam. But at the same time, I don't know if it's that big of a deal. Like it's it's a big kick in the pants, but in the grand scheme of things, is is Steam really gonna miss much from this? Because they well, still any have business everything else. misses when they lose a customer. Well, yeah, but I'm. I'm not convinced that this is going to really hurt Steam so much where they go, all right, that's it, we're done. Right, but, you know, you, as I said, you brought up the point that I was I was going to make is, is this marking a point where Blizzard is not just going to be a maker of games, but a game distributor? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. There may be something bigger going on. But again, because they're both related to Activision, we mm-hmm. we don't know. Right. Um time will tell yeah it, and i was actually thinking about this the other day when i was driving past uh the old GameStop, <laughs> and how do you remember the first couple of expansions of blizzard they had these huge launch parties yes. and you know people lined up out the door and down the sidewalk to get their copy and that that is one thing that digital distribution has killed yeah, and I sort of missed that. Uh, when Halo 2 came out, I remember that our local GameStop had a van and they and they had people playing um I don't know if it was Halo 1 or 2 or like some you know specific levels of Halo 2, but they they allowed people to play um, I don't know. There was a monitor in the back of a van with these big speakers and I really don't remember much. Maybe as a matter of fact, now that I think about it, I think it was maybe Army Recruitment. Mm-hmm. Might have been, but yeah, there were hundreds and hundreds of people. I have pictures. I should probably post my pictures. I have videos of all these people hanging out in GameStop, mm-hmm. uh, both for Halo and WoW games and such. And now it's just all gone. Well, I remember I was going to go down to GameStop for the launch of the Burning Crusade, mm-hmm. and I was going to interview people in line. And then we had an ice storm. Oh yeah, I remember that. And they said, you know, still 200 people showed up. Mm-hmm. I just didn't want to drive down there. <laughs> <laughs> but now you could just, like, order it you digitally, just, yeah. Just push up a button. Hit the button. That's it. Yeah. Get your game. That's, you know, which is convenient, but, you know, it's a little less of an event than it used to be. It is, and I miss that. And mm-hmm. I saw it coming years ago, but... There's really yeah, we all saw do. it coming. We all saw it coming, even GameStop, even they know it's coming. I don't even know how much longer GameStop is going to be able to survive because you can't run a business solely on new games and recent older games. Well, mostly they do console, but all that's going digital download too. Yeah. The last time I was in there was last Christmas, and I was looking for a particular one of those uh, bobble-headed dolls. Mm-hmm that one of my nephews wanted and they seem to sell a lot of gaming type paraphernalia like that sort of thing like the dolls and clothes mm-hmm. and that sort of thing so you know they've they're trying to make themselves so people will still come into the store but uh, it's it's not a good you know it's like blockbuster for video you know <laughs> who, who rents videos anymore yeah i have a uh, sitting right here i'm just showing on the camera of a gamestop um uh gift certificate card and it's 25 bucks and i have absolutely no idea what to use it for (laughs) 
because everything that I buy nowadays is all digital. The big news also is we have an upcoming patch. Yes, yeah, 725. Probably not going to happen until later in June. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot that's coming out with this patch. Um, the deaths of Chromie. Yeah. I, scenario. I'm interested in this. I didn't even see this. I saw that you posted this in the in the document for the show. I'm like, where did this come from? I haven't been keeping up with news this week. Well, what uh, it is, it's a solo scenario. Mm-hmm. Which uh, the the premise of it is is someone screwing with the timeline, and Chromie has always known how she's going to die. Mm-hmm. But all of a sudden, she's seeing all these other alternate deaths that are coming up sooner. So what you have to do is you have to accompany Chromie mm-hmm. on in this scenario. She's she's like a she's like one of your bodyguards or followers, and you have to stop eight attacks within a limited amount of time it's 15 minutes but you can do things in the scenario that will add like 30 seconds or a minute to the time such oh. as picking up items or, or or fulfilling certain um goals within the scenario so you can extend that time a little bit and it is replayable mm. and you're gonna like this part oh here we go the reward for this is transmog yes ensemble transmog wow. so you get the whole set nice um, you can, inc- when you, inc- you can increase rep with Chromie and you can actually build her abilities. Her ability tree looks something like, um, it does for class hall upgrade. Mm-hmm. You could do things like you can add attacks to her. You can add, add attack power. You can even turn her into a healer, mm-hmm. which you now if you're running a tanky class is good. And this has been getting a lot of really positive reviews on the PTR forums. Mm-hmm. People really are enjoying this, That's which good. is a little different from Broken Shore because a lot of people have complained that Broken Shore is just more grinding. It is times a hundred. It is That's very all it is. very grindy. That's one of the reasons why I don't get excited about logging into the game anymore. It's because it's just the same old grind, and this is something that I think is going to be very interesting. I can't wait to see this. Yeah, it sounds like it's a lot of fun. As I said, it's been getting fantastic reviews. It is replayable. Mm-hmm. So they said it doesn't get bored because you can do it different ways and you can kind of uh, play with how you're approaching different things that it has good replayability. So it's not one of those one and done sorts of things. Once you've got it done, you just want to be over with. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll, I, it'll be interesting. I'll be I'll be really uh Excited to see how that goes. There's some alt-friendly ads coming in. <laughs> so what does this mean, alt-friendly ads? Because everything scales alt already. Alt-friendly. Some uh-huh. some things that are they're going to make heirlooms scale to 110 now. That's amazing. Yeah, because right now you can only scale them to 100. Yeah. So once you get to uh, the burning the the burning legion. You can't wear your heirlooms. It should have been done from the beginning. I don't know why. Well, maybe not from the beginning. Maybe a few weeks in. But this should have been done earlier. They're also selling flight maps. Right now, they're classified as heirlooms. Mm -hmm. So once you have bought these flight maps, and what it does is it populates all of the flight points in Eastern Kingdoms and Kalimdor, Hmm. which is 
can be very, very useful because I I can't tell you how many times I've run into a character that was a you know was a Legion baby or whatever it was, where I ended up skipping all that and the only flight points that I had were to the Legion invasions and nothing else. Right. And then something comes up, you got to get to some area of East <laughs> Kingdom to count, or oh god, I got to fly across fly. three different zones to yep. get to that damn. No, just now. Supposedly there's a fifteen thousand each right now. That's not bad. And that's not bad, but that's why I need the 60000 because I need it on the Alliance side and the Horde side. Mm-hmm. So I'll just have to move some money over to my Alliance side. And um, so those are some things for those of us who have alts, which is kind of nice. Um, there are some new legendary rings coming. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people have mentioned that these are a lot like the Diablo 3 Hellfire amulets. Okay. If you're not familiar, these were a, a legendary that you could work for to get in, in Diablo 3. And the main thing that you wanted these was that it gave you a free talent. Oh, nice. So it's a talent you don't have to spend. You know, if you if you already have that talent that you get for that uh, for your spec, you can then have essentially two talents on that line. Oh, nice. I think, I think now, people are going to love that. However, there's always a catch. Oh. One of the things that I noticed when I was looking at this is, uh, for example, the Warrior's Ring has, if you look at the talents, it's not a random talent. It's a specific talent. Like for, for Arms Warrior, it gives you Deadly Calm, which is a level 90 bracket talent. Mm-hmm. And Protection gives you Vengeance, which is also a level 90 level talent. But the Fury gives you Massacre, which is a level 75 talent. But even though it's a 75 talent, is I don't know enough about playing a warrior. Is it worth it? Is, is it something that – what I mean by that is sometimes when you're picking your talents, you go, oh, I don't know if I should pick this or this. Mm-hmm. And you sort of teeter between them for like you know, half an hour. It's not my, my only point is it's not all on the same it's not like you're going to get a free level 90 talent. It may be different. Like what I found when I looked at the warlock one is one of them is a level 30 talent. Mm. Um and I don't know enough about that particular spec to know what, what whether or not that's a good thing or a bad thing, but I can also foresee some of these where according to icy veins that's a talent you never want. Mhm. And so it may be more or less useful. So it will really depend on what talents it gives you, how you're playing your spec, et cetera, whether these are good or bad. I, I think anybody getting a free talent I mean, can't hurt. Nope. Nope. And this just came out. Uh, Dark Moon Fair is going to have a new band. Ooh, what is it now? Blight Boar. Which I know nothing about. It's supposedly it's a it's a heavy metal undead band. Oh wow! So uh, plays least... every thirty minutes. Maybe we won't have to listen to the Torrent Chieftains anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, after a few years listening to the same things over and over again, I really can't complain too much. So that's fine. Well, it's not just that they're playing. There's a whole event series around this. I just read about this today. This is this is new info. It creates an event where you have to defend the band from in- waves of invading ghouls and a boss called the Death Metal Knight. Oh, nice. 
And you get rewards are these cage helms. They they look like you're wearing a spiked cage on your head. Uh-huh. The Blightbore microphone toy, and you're going to like this, Necromides, the Death Resonator, which is an epic transmogable guitar. It's now, a mace. Now we've, uh, it's a mace transmog. Um, our, One-handed. Our mage, yeah, so but our mages can, be, can mages use them? I think so. No, mages can't use maces, though. Mm. Priests can. Yeah, priests can. So here's the thing: playing a mage for so long, rogues can. I've seen that guitar. If you remember the guitar from years ago that you were able to get, mm-hmm. and mages were never able to get anything cool like that. So, uh, well, it may you know it it may depend on. I haven't seen enough. Right now, it says it's a mace, the one I saw, but it may be one of those things that since it is meant to be a transmog, mm-hmm. it may tailor what kind of weapon it is, is to whatever class it is. So oh, run it with maybe. your mage and see what happens. Yeah, um, and you get all sorts of achievements, including several for not allowing ghouls to get to the stage, <laughs> uh, stage diving, which is jumping through a fiery hoop. And there's also sort of various kind of color items, such as autograph photos and glow sticks. Glow sticks? Kind of- glow sticks, it's yes. It's like a dark moon rave. Exactly. <laughs> So, I mean, that I sounds like kind of, it would be kind of fun. And uh, as I said, I'll be happy to be listening to something other than... I mean, I can't say I'm a huge Torn Chieftains fan anyway. Uh-huh. But, you know, I always... For some reason, anytime I, I have a character in there who's fishing, doing the fishing quest in Dark Moon, mm-hmm. the Torn Chieftains start playing, and I have to move. Wow. wow. <laughs> it is the same music over and over again for a long time now. Right. So and there's going to be a lot of class changes and such, but uh, that's still kind of in flux. So yeah. I didn't really write too much about that. I'm going through all those. So I do have a mod of the cast this week. Oh, and I don't I think I've used this one. Okay. What is it? It's called Stat Priority. Okay. And what it does is when you open it, it interfaces with Icy Veins, which we are still not sponsored by. <laughs> And actually, there's another version of this where you can use Noxic if you prefer Noxic to Icy Veins. Mm-hmm. But what it does is when you open your character's inventory screen, right up at the top, it lists your stat priority for that particular class and spec. So if your class priority is, you know, in- intellect, crit, haste, versatility, and mastery or whatever it is mm-hmm. it'll list it in order of what that what that is for those of us who can't remember with umpty gazillion alts <laughs> what the stat priority is or who change their specs sometimes like i'll flip-flop between frost and fire with my with my mage i can't remember how the stat priorities differ mm-hmm. so it's nice to have that little thing in game which reminds me what are the stat priorities for these when I'm when I'm choosing say I've got two items and one gives me crit and haste and one gives me crit and versatility which of these is more important or both give crit and haste but one gives more crit and less haste and one gives more haste less crit how does that fall out in the stat priority so it's it's good for reminders for those of us who can't remember this sort of stuff Mm. mine for this week is going to be Mogget because that's what I do 24-7, <laughs> just all mogging all the time. No, uh, Mogget is a, a really nice 
addition. Well, before they put in the wardrobe, like mm-hmm. the, the, the built-in game wardrobe, this right. was the only way to take a look at everything that you can get on your tune. Uh, the thing about Mogget is that you can build your own transmog item, like like ensembles. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and I haven't figured out how to do this yet, but apparently you can go past the 20 or 25 that the game gives you mm-hmm. to, to store your own. Um, one thing that I don't like about it is if you see something on another character, it won't say like it, it'll actually pull the transmog ensemble for you, but it won't allow you to save it. It says your character can't use this. Well, I don't care if my character can't use this. I have another character that can. Right. So that's one bad thing about it but you can get better information about where things drop mm-hmm. from this add-on than what the game gives you because sometimes the game will say like world drop mm-hmm. but then Mogget will tell you that yeah it's a world drop but it's only a world drop from here right or something so i think that it's a great addition to what blizzard gave us in the game right now well, one of the other things I use Mogget also, one of the things I like about it is as I've been running up my hunter, this is one of the first male classes that mm-hmm. I've had where I've, where I've been working on the transmogs. She's also a leather worker, and it shows me what of her leatherworking recipes are and are not memorized, what ones she needs to make to get the transmogs. Nice. Okay. Which is kind of nice, too. So it works in trade skill windows also. Cool. All right. So we want to hear from everybody. What is your mod? What are your favorite mods? And why? And why? What and, do you use them for? And what which, mods <laughs> do you miss that no longer exist? That's actually good. And I'm st- I still can't figure out what mod of mine is causing my client to crash. It's driving me insane. I can't figure out what it is. I don't know. I'm don't. I'm not having any crashing problems. I will say the one the one mod that I miss is um, there was a HUD mod, a heads up display mm-hmm. that used to show me whether my character was um, you know was going down a little bit or was going up a little bit, east, west, north, south. That oh, sort of thing. Oh, I remember that. Um, Flight HUD. That's yeah. It. Flight HUD, yeah. and Blizzard disabled that ability to be able to determine, you know, what sort of flight plane you were on. Mm-hmm. So it made that totally useless. Oh, I know what I wanted to mention on the show last week, and I forgot uh, because we didn't do the show. I'm trying to find a decent mod that allows me to not pick up items from certain instances. For example, every time I run through Molten Core, I loot everything because you don't know if you're ever going to get the you know, those cloud leg plates, right? Which mm-hmm. sell on my server for like sixty, seventy-five thousand gold. So I have to shift. Either I have to change my auto loot, or I have to shift click so that I don't auto loot. And both mm-hmm. ways have their positive and negative traits. But what I would like to see is an add-on that allows you to say, all right, in Molten Core, don't pick up anything that's gray or white or, Mm. you know, that sort of thing. Or, like, don't pick up this or don't pick up that. But you can pick up these greens, but don't pick up these blues or something like that. Because I have have lava cores up the wazoo. I don't need any (laughs) more of them. But that doesn't necessarily mean that I want to not pick up anything that's blue or high. So... There are a couple of mods out there, but they're, from what I understand, I haven't tried them, but they're global, 
meaning that it won't pick up any uh, grays. Well, I don't want to necessarily not pick up any grays because well, especially you... since like in the Legion zones, some of those grays are right. quite valuable. Right. They're like a hundred or, or more gold and I don't want to not pick them up. I just want to say in Blackwing Lair, in Molten Core, in like wherever AQ twenty, right. AQ forty, these are the rules that I want. <clears throat> Excuse me. So that's what I'm trying to find. So I started writing some code. I think the problem that I have with working with WoW's API is that some of the doc some of the documentation is like a bit scattered or incomplete. Like for example, I can get the list of items that uh that I have just looted. Or I shouldn't say that. Not that I've just looted that I'm about to loot. So for example, you go to a mob and you know, right click on them and and I can get the list of items. What I can figure out just now is like how do I take those items and say, okay, I want to loot this, I want to leave that. That's where I sort of am right now. Um and then I have to build a UI around it and uh, sometimes I just wonder if it's worth it. But I, I think in the end it probably will be. I like doing this sort of thing. Like I just write stuff all the time just for the hell of it. So for me, I think this is gonna be a little bit of fun, but I'm not at least not yet, I'm not actively working on it. Is there a particular uh, programming language that mods use Lua. Okay. And I, the, the the language itself is not too bad. You know, if any of you are out there are mod writers, you know, let us know <laughs> what it takes to to write a mod. Yeah, I mean, I've written far more complicated things in my life than a mod like this. Yeah, me too. But it's just that ramping up of learning a new language and what the limitations are and and that that sort of thing and writing the ui so that's what i'm working on sort of right now it's like on and off it's like every time i i load the game i'm like yeah should i work on this mod or not mm-hmm. um so like for example there's a oh, what is it? there's a mod was a jukebox or something it allowed you to play certain music in certain zones so i think i have a jukebox jukebox yeah so there are mods that allow you to, to run rules inside certain zones Right. So. Well, I think that does it for this week. I think it does. How does everybody get a hold of you, Renata? Uh, you can get me on Twitter at Warcast underscore Renata and on Facebook at Renata Kane. Look for the undead chick. <laughs> I'm Starmike on Twitter, World of Warcast on Twitter, World of Warcast at gmail.com is our email address. It's going to do it for this week. We will talk to you next time. Thank you for listening. For the Horde. For the Alliance. For the Giants. <laughs> Why is Odell not showing up at meetings? Oh, who knows? Uh, bye. <laughs>